0: This is Miriam Knight from New Consciousness Review, and I'm speaking today with Alison Chester Lambert. Alison is the author of The Future and the Stars The Astrological Message for 2012 and Beyond. Alison works as a professional astrologer in England. She's the founder of the Midlands School of Astrology and um, broadcasts horoscopes for the BBC. Uh, Alison, we're delighted to have you with us today and I would like to start with the thorny question of 2012. You have a rather original take on that and you think that we're actually looking at the wrong solstice. Tell us about it.
1: Well, hello Mary and, and Miriam. Yes, yes, I, I I do think we may be looking at the, the wrong solstice and I'll, I'll just explain why. Um, astrology, um is much more concentrated in terms of there may be something to look at in 2012. It's much more concentrated on the summer solstice than the winter solstice. Um, We've got a couple of things happening in the planets, in the sky, um, in June, uh, which put a lot more emphasis on it for me. Um, And so, as, as far as I'm concerned, there may be the possibility that they have their own solstice. So what I, what I did was I looked at this and I thought to myself, well, how likely is this? I mean, is it possible that they could have their own solstice? And so I started to think about how civilization had spread um, from um, the... Uh, the eastern, over China, Russia, how it had gone along the Bering Straits and into North America, this is 10,500 years ago, mind, and then spread down America. But also there is evidence that civilization spread uh, across Polynesia um, and entered uh, Chile, for instance, and, and the South Americas as well. So there is a possibility that civilization arrived from two places. And so um, I started to think about... These early civilizations and the symbols and the myths that they would have left their later civilizations um, and there was a lot of migration, a lot of movement, and so I wondered that uh, what would happen if a civilization had access to um, certain information with regard to um, future dates and and what would happen with the earth and the world and prediction um, and I started to wonder what would happen if, if those civilizations in South America had symbols, for instance, for their solstices, the summer solstice, the winter solstice, and then if they had migrated or moved over the equator into Mesoamerica, into Guatemala, Mexico, where obviously it's the northern hemisphere, and then what if those civilizations just evolved and over the, the thousands of years, you know, these things were handed down and handed down? And, and what if a, a certain symbol then was read by the Mayans as being the winter solstice of 2012, when in actual fact that symbol represented the winter solstice of the southern hemisphere, which would be June 21st, 2012. Uh-huh. Um, and al- although I have no proof of this, it, the astrology is so strong for the June solstice that I, I don't know, I'm, I'm left with this. This vague, oh, I'm, I'm, this could have happened, you know, there could have been this mix-up, um, you know, way, way back. Um, and I actually started to read an academic paper the other day that, that said that um, the symbols are being looked at in a different way now, that they they don't simply represent passages of time or dates, that they have symbolic or spiritual meaning as well, that is underlying and haven't been recognized until now because the different areas of expertise haven't focused on them. Um, so... Yeah, possibility.
0: So how would the interpretation Um, change if it were the uh, summer solstice instead of the winter
1: solstice? Well, um, what we have happening in the June solstice um, is something called a Venus transit. And this means that the planet Venus passes in front of the face of the sun. Now, Venus passes the sun, passes by the sun, quite often, it's nothing new, but it passes high or low of it. For Venus to actually cross the face of the sun is extraordinarily rare. I mean, in fact, since the invention of the telescope, um, this has only happened seven times. Um, It always happens in pairs, and these pairs are always eight years apart. Um, So we had one 1631, 1639, and another one 1761, 1769, etc. And then in 2004... Venus passed across the face of the Sun, and it will happen again in 2012, and it will happen around the 6th of June in 2012. Now, this has a very important astrological meaning, um, and it's to do with discovery, actually. Um, These events in the past have always coincided with huge leaps in discovery, a scientific revolution, the discovery of knowledge. So I would interpret that as an astrologer now, as meaning we will have massive leaps in technology and electronics. Um, And actually, we need a revolution. We need it to solve all the massive problems the human race is going to face in the future. Um, I mean, we do have problems with world finances, scarcity of food, um, pollution, climate change. So we do need to rapidly find answers, and I think we rapidly need to make discoveries. Um, and and so, uh, hopefully, you know this this prediction of astrologers will be correct, um, whichever solstice it is. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So, do you buy into the doomsday scenario uh, where?
1: Oh, oh, absolutely not at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not at all. Uh, and in fact, as an astrologer, um, I wasn't particularly looking at the year 2012 um, as any different to uh, the astrology which is happening going from 2008 through to 2016 as it happens i mean astrology does say that we are in for extreme change it does say that we're like a huge tanker which is going to have to come to a halt as it crosses the ocean and make a right turn (laughs) and The astrology is extremely, sometimes very tense between the year 2008 and 2016. Uh, And we've already seen examples of this. We've already seen potential world financial collapse. Um, but, and we are seeing big changes in government. I mean, you have a, a, a mixed-race president now. Who would have guessed that, you know, 20 years ago? Um, England has a, a big change in government. We have a coalition government. We haven't had one of these for a 100 or so years. America has a woman um, leader. Uh, uh, sorry, Australia has a, a, a woman leader, a prime minister. So we can see the change sort of happening. But there's going to be more change along these lines in terms of how we live our lives, our mindsets, how we approach our husbandry of the planet, um, our role as caretaker of the planet, all this sort of thing has to change. Mm-hmm.
0: And you you also mentioned that you see a big change in the spiritual beliefs of society.
1: Yes, I do. Yes, yes. Um, we've got a clear prediction of the change in spiritual beliefs in astrology. Um, What has happened in 2004, a team of American astronomers discovered many new planets far out in the solar system, in the area that Pluto is in now, and this area is called the Kuiper Belt. They broke away from centuries of tradition and they named these new planets after the old indigenous tribes of Easter Island and Hawaii, and another from the Inuit tribes of Canada and Alaska. Now, before this, new planets were always named after old Roman gods and European-based religions. So this was a huge break of tradition. I mean, it really, like, rocked the astrological world. Hmm. And it introduced the fact that these new um, planets were going to introduce old sacred spiritual beliefs. and and that these beliefs would be on the rise again in the collective, because if we had planets that represented these old spiritual beliefs, then was the reason why we had them. Astrology can only represent what is actually happening in the collective. So I looked at what these old deities had meant to these amazing ancient cultures, and I was blown away by their history, their dignity, how very connected their religious beliefs had been to Mother Earth, For all of them, there was a sense that the divine exists in all things. They had shamanic beliefs that all things on Earth are imbued with magical power and force and energy. They felt deep connections with the environment and and natural rhythms. And actually, quantum physics is now telling us that subatomic particles are made of magical force or energy. So these ancient races understood it better than we did, it appears. Um, one of these um, ancient gods was um, the Easter Island god called Maki-Maki. Another one was the Hawaiian mother goddess, Honea. Um And this is a, a fantastic in, in, introduction of a beautiful spiritual concept which um, may slowly progress, emerge as we progress into the century. Um, and that is about the return of the sacred feminine or goddess. Uh-huh. So maybe once again we will... Um, award spiritual significance in respect to Mother Nature and the life force that is present in the Earth and all things.
0: Well, what a fascinating note to end on. Alison, how do people find out more about you and more about your book?
1: Oh, well, they just Google Alison Chester Lambert or Google the Midlands School of Astrology or um, The Future in the Stars is um, published by Findhorn Press, so they can access it in those ways.
0: And do you have a website?
1: I do, Alisonchester dot com or the Midland School of dot com. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.